0: welcome to the show we are tuned in for real life stories with real life people who have overcome adversity and healed their life i am your host victoria johnson teacher trainer and coach trainer for the heal your life certification program and best-selling author of do that and then some transform feelings of less than to more than enough as louise hay always said the point of power is in the present moment so let's get started Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another super duper fabulous podcast. Today we have with us Dan McPherson. He is from Michigan. And I got to tell you a little secret right before we started recording, I feel like we might have just got married. I asked him, uh, you know, where you want to go? What do you want to start? And he's like, I'll go anywhere you want to go. So clearly, this is a man who is flexible and (laughs) has learned the valuable lesson (laughs) about just letting a woman lead where she wants to go. So (laughs) thank you for making me laugh. Thank you for being on the show, Dan.
1: Thank you for having me. I am always glad to laugh and to follow. I'm in.
0: (laughs) And I understand you are a family man as well.
1: Absolutely. I spend a huge amount of time with my son. Yesterday was his 17th birthday, and he is the center of my world.
0: Ah, that is fantastic. 17. 17.
1: Yeah, wearing me out. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, I wanted to have you on the podcast because I know that you have a very successful podcast called Dreams Are Real, and that ties in so much with what the listeners and the viewers of both podcasts for the Heal Your Life talk radio show, as well as Motivational Quotes and Inspirational Life Stories. Both of those groups of listeners really, really resonate with Dreams Are Real and You know, Let's talk a little bit later in the show about how we can go about making those dreams real or even identifying what those dreams are. But before we go there, let's talk about how this all came to be. I find most people who are in this personal growth sector and who are helping other people to achieve their dreams, they generally have a bit of a backstory themselves and have overcome adversity. So what would you like to share with us today, Dan, about who you are and why you do what it is that you do now?
1: Well, I really love to share our story because I believe that each person who's listening story, each person who is on the show's story is the unique thing that they have and has a power to connect with people in an important way. For me, everything about my dreams began when I was very young. I have memories back to six months old, as crazy as that may be. And when I was young, I was exposed to a lot of different things. I was hidden from my mother for six years. So I dealt with a lot of abandonment. I were hidden from my father, rather, by my mother. And then I, I ended up in an abusive situation with her. She brought us back to town. We dealt with poverty. And my mother at one point actually was selling herself so that we would have rent. And she got remarried and I was exposed through my family there to drugs and violence and prostitution and lots of crazy other stuff to the point to where when I was 16, even though most of my friends wouldn't have known this, I was so hopeless and so unprepared and just felt so overlooked that I survived my first suicide attempt. And I've struggled since then with depression and anxiety on different levels and dealing with a lot of different challenges. But I did come out of it with two key understandings, and they underpin my search, my lifelong search to achieve my dreams. The first is that your environment, wherever you are, the people that you're around, that it may exert influence, but it's your choices that create change. And I've lived with that as a true mantra. And the second is that I knew I was meant to help a lot of people in the world, but I had no idea how think so many people walk through life not really knowing exactly what they're meant to do and maybe not even knowing how to figure that out. I certainly didn't know how to figure it out. So I spent 25 years looking. I walked through increasing levels of success in sales and helping hundreds of people make six-figure selling. And then in retail and executive leadership, I was a district manager, a regional manager, a regional director. And finally, I got to this spot where I knew that I either had to do whatever it was that I was meant to do, because I'd been chasing success all my life and I'd found success as others may have defined it, but I never found fulfillment. Or I needed to admit that I wasn't going to do it. And I don't have 1% of admit that I'm not going to do it in me. Not even the tiniest fraction of 1% really. So when my, when my bosses flew in and offered me my third promotion in five years, I sat back, I looked at them, I said, what would it look like if I declined? And at that moment, I resigned. I walked away from over a quarter million a year, money that I only would have dreamed of through most of my life, to go to zero with no other income in our house and to jump off the cliff, build the plane on the way down and start my company Leaders Must Lead. And I would tell you that at that time, I thought, cool, I'm there. I'm doing the thing. And now I recognize that that was really the beginning of the next phase of the journey. And I encountered a lot of challenge and adversity on that path. But now I'm super honored to be helping creatives and entrepreneurs, and in particular, women entrepreneurs, creatives, and people in the LGBTQ community to create and grow profit, to achieve their dreams. And my North Star pinned as clearly as it possibly could be in the front of my life is to significantly and positively impact the lives of a million creatives and entrepreneurs giving them the foundations of success that they need to achieve their dreams so that in turn they will inspire the millions necessary to create true generational change in the world and reduce the larger problems of society like racism and human trafficking and poverty and hunger and all of those things and i also do some work helping against So, lots of fun stuff, lots of crazy things. We all have a story, and our story matters.
0: It absolutely does. And it has come so far for you. You know, I want to go back and just touch on being raised in that situation of being 16 years old and feeling hopeless. Uh, You know, and I would imagine that it especially resonates knowing that yesterday was your son's 17th birthday. And what a different experience that he's having, not having experienced drugs, violence, prostitution, and everything that comes with that, that sense of survival, you know, that fight or flight response that is constantly running in your body, right? So how wonderful that you have broken the pattern within one generation and provided a different experience for your children. And that is one other way of saying dreams are real.
1: It is indeed. And I spent a number of years believing that the generational change that I would create would be with and through my son. But I would also note that while he hasn't had those struggles, and certainly he's had it easier in many ways, that he's had his own struggles with depression and anxiety and a number of those things as well. And that no matter how good our external situation. There are so many that struggle with these and that it's that it's important to recognize that and be there and be available to help and to listen. And we've had some very difficult, challenging conversations and I'm honored to be as close to him as, as I am and for him to be as open with me. And my, my heart just goes out to him, but there are so many kids that are struggling and struggling at the age that I did. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think I just think more parents need to connect those dots.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that. And I want to say to not just parents, but aunts and uncles and Mm -hmm. uh, teachers and so on, you know, depression and anxiety is a very real thing. And the more that we can support those people, the less impact it will have later on in their life, when they're not always living with the crisis of those feelings. And they may still experience different bouts of depression and anxiety throughout their lives. But knowing they're supported and knowing that they're and knowing what it is, is a huge tool in dealing with it, rather than just feeling like, I don't know why my world is crushing around me. So I am so happy for you, Dan, and for your family, because I know that you've got that tool belt out and you are using all of the tools available to you to help not only your family, but people around the world. Uh, You mentioned your goal is a million, a million
1: That's a million directly. My goal is closer to two to three billion indirectly to create the generational change that we need. But if you do the math backwards, it takes a million to be the spark at the end of the candle.
0: You know what? People often say, you know, I'm one person. I can't make a
1: difference.
0: You're here to argue that.
1: I would argue that one person is the only thing that ever has made a difference. (laughs) Yes, that even one person makes a difference by contributing to a team and a team to a group and a group to a society and a society to a generation. And if we don't pick up our own piece of that work and do it, then someone is carrying it for us or it falls. And we have this opportunity to move forward in such a powerful way. And I I really believe in life. We're either moving forward or backward. And if we think we're sitting still, we're moving backward. And that I I don't ever want to lose a day again. I refuse to ever lose a day again. And I try to help others be in the same spot.
0: You certainly inspire me. And I know that there are listeners right now, whether they are in their car or at the gym or going for a walk, saying, yes, yes. Yes, this is what I needed to hear. This is what I want to be a part of. This is what I want to be involved in. Dan, can you share your website with the listeners?
1: Yes, our website is leadersmustlead.com. Very easy to find. Everything on social, everywhere is always leadersmustlead because leadership is the cornerstone of everything else that we do. We start by leading ourselves. That's why we focus on personal growth when I teach leadership. And then we focus upon how we look at the world, which is why attitude is the second pillar of leadership. Then upon how we interact with the world. That's why communication is the third pillar of leadership. And finally, team, because now that once you're looking at the world, engaging with it, and you've got yourself under control, you're ready to lead a group of others around you. So it's always leaders must lead.
0: Well, I thought it was the first time to put in your website because what you were saying is so inspirational to people in that it will cause them to take action. So do check that out, leadersmustlead.com. I have a question for you. Earlier on, you were talking about the difference between success and fulfillment. Can you tell me more of your thoughts on that?
1: My thoughts on this have changed significantly over the years and in particular in the last couple of years. I found success in the way that others would define it. Notice I didn't say in the way that the world defines it, because I I don't know that the world has any one definition of success, Mm -hmm. but society or the companies that we're with or the places that we are and even the voices in our head tend to define success in terms of achievement. And I spent many years chasing that next thing. Well, if I can get promoted one more time, I'll finally impact enough people to make a difference. If I can get the next thing, then I'll make enough money to be able to contribute to the causes that I want to, and that'll make enough of a difference. And I found that I never got to that spot of fulfillment. And I thought that it was a search for contentment in many cases, it wasn't. It was a search for fulfillment. What I've come to recognize is that in my opinion, the true definition of success, and in my life certainly, is Fulfilling the purpose that we are meant to fulfill in the world each day, and that means that if I'm doing what I'm meant to do in the world today, I'm not chasing success. I am currently successful. And mm-hmm. The minute that the minute I connected that, the minute that I got that deep connection in my life everything started coming to me instead of me having to go after it. And I'd love to tell you it came easy. It's 45 years into my life that I finally connected those dots, but recognizing that I can step forward and confidently say I am successful and have that have no relation to someone else's opinion, thought, or any achievement that I need to make meant that I have value in the moment and I am currently successful and I I breathed.
0: Oh, you know, I just really hear a lot of acceptance going on in there. And I think it's especially important when you do come from a rougher background and especially, you know, things as severe as a suicide attempt to get from that place to a place where you're in a place of acceptance of what happens around you, what happens to you, what happens with things you do, and just really accepting life as it is, really in the flow. That's what I'm hearing from you. Is that what you're feeling? I
1: think to a degree. I certainly feel the flow around me. I think I'm far more sensitive to it. And I'm more maybe going with the, the current in the river. But I've also chosen the river. And I do maybe paddle my kayak into the right tributaries, right? Like I'm, I'm, going, I'm going in a direction. And I know where I'm headed. And once I chose the river that's headed where I'm going, it's easy for the things to come to me, to catch up with me, to be in that space. No longer am I trying to swim upstream. And that's, that doesn't mean I'm not forging a path. That doesn't mean I'm not trying to create space for others. That doesn't mean that I'm not using the things that I've learned to empower those who are behind me by, doing, by, by taking the work that I've done and having it matter. It just means that I'm going where I'm meant to be rather than where I falsely construct an ego need that I might think I have to be.
0: So going with the metaphor and, you know, you're in the flow, you've got your kayak, maybe put your paddle down once in a while to just redirect your destination. And to rest. Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) Something I I didn't do for many years. (laughs) (laughs) What
0: about when you hit those rapids? What about when you don't know if you're going to make it through? Or what about if you think you are suddenly on the wrong river or the wrong branch tributary to the river
1: i think in all of those cases there are probably three things that are true i am mean, sure there are 50 things that are true but but the three that come to my mind are first don't panic panic helps no one Be, being reactive helps no one take a deep breath really in and out. And I recommend you do this in in life when you start feeling panic. Look right, look left, take another deep breath, and you will see the forest instead of the tree that you've been hugging. In this case, you'll see the river and maybe the paths through the rapids. So respond rather than react. Give yourself a moment to do that. Second, trust in the skills that you've developed. And if there are some that you haven't developed after you make it through these rapids, maybe develop those for the next rapids and do that by recognizing that people matter most and relationships are everything. And if I'm going through these rapids with several other people with me, you know what, we're gonna help each other up. We're gonna help each other to truly be upright. And the I think the third, as I look at that, is to recognize that, that the rapids are a finite thing, that the rapids aren't the whole river. They li- physically, literally cannot be Physics doesn't work that way. And that's why I like to say there is always light through the darkness. On our podcast, more than what more than 35 people now have shared stories of their own suicide attempts, which I'm just blown away and honored by, which caused me to do some very fascinating research. But I, one of the things that I have recognized is that there is always light through the darkness. And that if we recognize that in the moment of the rapids of our life, we tend to lose perspective that if we can hang on to the light, we can hang on to the path ahead of us, we can get through it, that there is there is always a path, there is always the other side and we do not have to fall and break on the rocks as long as we stay alert.
0: There is always light through the darkness. I want to use that as today's quote. So powerful to have that visual to go along with what you're saying. There is always light through the darkness. And again, it's what we choose to focus on.
1: It is. I spent a lot of my life connecting with, I guess, getting swallowed up by the darkness. And one mm-hmm. thing I recognized is the old quote that life is 10% what happens and 90% how I respond to it. Mm-hmm. But I, I, there were two things that I take as a tweak to that. One is never let the 10 control the 90. If you were going to Vegas, you w- would you make a bet on something that was 90% likely or 10%? It's easy, right? We, so don't let the 10 control the 90. What happened is largely irrelevant to how I respond to it. And the second is is that even in the darkest hour of the darkest day, numerically, practically 90% of the things in our world are still good. And if Mm -hmm. that is true, then that light is always there. Even Again, even logically, so it's not just emotionally, but truthfully from a very real base, the light is always there.
0: It absolutely is. And that last piece that you shared, I think really people that are listening just... Take that to heart. And uh, last night I was uh, cleaning off my desk and I came across a little quote from Louise Hay that said, "Uh, You are the only thinker in your head. And it's just a thought, and a thought can be changed. Right. And Uh, I think that so often when we get on that subject of we're the only thinker in our head, we can do what Dan was saying and we can focus on the darkness, right? We can run with it. We can write whole scenarios and scare ourselves half to death if we want to. We can become angry. How many of you have done that? You know, two months after the event, you think about something and you're just instantly mad again. How do we do that, right? But if we have that power right? And we're the only thinker of our thoughts and we control the thoughts that we think, then we can choose to focus on the light, right? What if we think about those things that bring us joy, that bring us healing, that take us in the direction of success and fulfillment in our goals and focus on the light? And I think what Dan is saying is that's where those miracles are
1: yeah I think it is and there's a there's a tip too i love I love to handicap the race in my favor whenever possible and one of the tips that that I was given some time ago and I actually got this from Twitter through my wife, so it's a great it's a it's a great funny thing twitter of course the source of all wisdom and knowledge Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. My wife came to me a number of years ago and she said, I just saw the coolest thing on Twitter. And she told me at that time, and like a good husband, I totally didn't do at all what she said. But at the time, she said that she had she had read that if you name the voice in your head, then instead of yelling at you, you're able to detach it and you stop you stop yelling at yourself and you're able to get into a much better mental space. I kind of blew it off for a while and then I was in a dark spot a couple of years later and the flash of wisdom that she had shared with me came to me and I started doing that and mine's name is Harold and Harold is not a nice guy. Harold is a jerk, I'll say gently and it's pretty empowering instead of yelling at myself to be able to say, shut up, Harold. because Harold sounds <laughs> rational until, Harold's, until Harold isn't, but Harold's a liar. So yeah. I handicap it in my favor by making sure I'm not yelling at myself and, and, hurting my, and hurting myself when really it's just that ridiculous voice line in my head.
0: Well, your wife is a very wise woman. So <laughs> uh, not everyone knows that I'm also a, an addictions counselor. And that is something I tell each and every one of my clients for dealing with the voice in their head. Awesome is to give it it a name and a name that's not appealing. So, you know, I hear Ingrid, I hear uh, Mildred, I hear Igor, like names that people do not associate with someone else. So it's neutral. And when they do hear that voice of addiction in their head or that voice of self-criticism, it can be like, okay, I notice you, I acknowledge that you're here, but you are not me. I am the only thinker in my head and I'm just going to shut you down right now. And, you know, the way that I encourage people to shut that voice down is replacing it with a positive thought. And so I love what you're saying about Harold. You know what, Harold, you ain't the boss of me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is is right. I am 100% in control of myself.
0: Yes. 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 So beautiful.
1: I sell I, I that to my son all the time. And I've stopped saying phrases like you made me angry. No, I'm 100% in control of me.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Don't give that power away to anyone else. Well, Dan, that is a great note for us to end on today. Hold on to your power live your dreams, know that you one person can make a difference and that dreams are real. I want to tell people all of the ways they can find you. I know the way that I found you was through Linktree, so that link, L-I-N-K-T-R dot e forward slash leaders must lead. So if you go to linktr.ee forward slash leadersmustlead, you will find all of Dan's information as well as, of course, on his website, leadersmustlead.com. And please do connect with him because he has some really cool stuff going on. He doesn't know this yet, but I'm going to behind the scenes contact him because I'm excited to hear about some of the things he has happening and want to learn more. So thanks again, Dan, for being on the show We really appreciate you and just keep dreaming and making those dreams real for yourself and for other people.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And there is always light through the darkness. People matter most. And I greatly appreciate you and each person listening to this because each of you matters so much in what you're doing in the world.
0: Absolutely. Thanks again, Dan. And goodbye, listeners. We'll catch you again on the next episode. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to become an internationally certified Heal Your Life teacher and coach, please visit thetraining.ca. To be a guest on the show and share your story, please visit victoriajohnson.org. Thank you so much for joining us.